The weapon of mass destruction, better known as the modern day food supply. I uh, had the opportunity and privilege in many ways to uh, spend some time with my brother <clears throat> about a week ago and uh, driving with him across country. He delivers trucks uh, or cars, I should say, on a car hauler, like an 18 wheeler where, you know, he'll ride, drive uh, like automobiles and SUVs up onto the uh, truck or car hauler and drops them off across country. And I knew it was going to be a challenge to find good food to eat. I didn't realize, I guess, just how much of a challenge it would be. Um, and that's what the topic of this podcast is about, is about the weapon of mass destruction, part two, better known as the food that we're eating or the food-like products that many of us are eating. And it always takes me back to the quote from uh, Michael Pollan, uh, the guy that did the documentary Food Matters, when he talked about how one of the things one of the things he mentioned in the documentary was remember when, you know, gas stations used to just sell gas. And wow, have things changed. So when you look at a society that's, you know, very much on the path towards increasingly higher levels of heart disease and cancer uh, diabetes, things like that, that are just off the charts nowadays. One of the sickest industrialized nations in the world and having a chance to go to those different truck stops and see what they had available as food options, which was not surprising. Uh, once I ran out of the food that I took with me, I really had almost nothing to choose from. And because that truck is so big, he can't just drive it anywhere. So we literally had to go to the truck stops in order to like rest for the night, shower, and then, you know, get ready to fuel up the truck to, you know, get back out on the road again. And just seeing some of the food products that they have in these places is just criminal. And, you know, seeing a lot of the truck drivers who are overweight, you know, I mean, obese, and even some of the ones that are slim, you know, when you do a job like that, we're sitting down most of the time and you're not supposed to sit for prolonged periods of time anyway. It's actually not good for you. You need to get up and move around. And a lot of times they're on the road for like eight, nine, ten hours straight sitting behind the wheel. So, you know, I was doing what I could to, you know, have really good conversations with my brother, my brother around that and get him present to, you know, continuing to take his food with him. And they, he'll run out of food sometimes because of the length of the trip before he gets back, you know, to his home. Uh, so I guess the main thing is, again, folks, whenever you can. Make sure that you are buying uh, your own food, preparing your own food whenever possible and preparing your food with love, you know, buying it from local farmers. You may hear me repeat things <clears throat> that you've heard me uh, share in other podcasts. And in a way, I'm doing that intentionally because as the saying goes, repetition of a message constitutes mental programming. So the program I am attempting to implement into your thought process is the importance of keeping things simple, because if you didn't prepare the food, you don't know how the food was prepared. You don't know the energy of the person that was preparing the food. And that makes all the difference in the world when it comes to our overall health and well-being, because a lot of the people that are preparing the food, they're not in a good place. I mean, we stopped at a subway and I've read some things about subway and, and some of their food, which is like Franken food. 
And because we didn't have many options, I just had to to take that as as the best available thing at that time. And I had like a spinach salad one night. And because I kind of found myself feeling like I was deficient in protein, even though I'm pretty much what most people call vegan at this point, I went and had the lady put a few scoops of tuna on there. And um, and I just thought about it. I was like, wow, you know, most of the food that are served at restaurants nowadays is not organic. And so I'm sure that that spinach that I had on that salad was not organic. And, you know, under the circumstances, you do what you have to do. I took my supplements with me. And even that I'm not overly fond of. I want to get to a point where I'm only taking one or two supplements because sometimes I think, you know, people can overdo it with supplements, just like people definitely overdo it with pharmaceutical drugs. So the main point is when you're out and about, do the best you can, especially if you're taking long trips to prepare your meals and have your food at the ready, because most of the stuff that they're serving you out here is not for your highest good. It is it is truly the weapon of mass destruction. And these are the same types of food like products that are contributing to people having issues with their gut. And then since the gut and brain are linked, then you're going to have more bouts with anxiety, more bouts with depression, uh, things along those lines that are all attributed to attributed to the gut not being healthy and doing a lot of these breads. And these are the same breads, a lot of the same grains that have been sprayed with like glyphosate, um, which is what Monsanto was sued for the toxic effects of and how it contributes to cancer. So, you know, between the herbicides and the pesticides and a lot of the things that are sprayed, do the best you can to make sure you're really eating the right things and the right portions, because most of this stuff out here is garbage. There's no other way to put it. And, um, you know, just to finish that thought around the truck stops, I had like these uh, yogurts from Chobani and I don't do dairy. But under the circumstances, I really didn't see what else I had to eat. And and a part of where I was out of integrity is that I was routinely bypassing the watermelon or honeydew melon or the cantaloupe that they had at these various truck stops. That is a great way to stay healthy and to give your body the nutrients that it needs. It's mostly water. It actually fills you up, believe it or not. And I still have my moments where I want to go for you know, the the prepackaged product has probably been processed more than it needs to be. And knowing good and well that that's not giving my body the nutrients uh, that it needs, not giving it the minerals or the enzymes that it needs. And so I ended up having some of those Chobani yogurts because riding in that truck, which is a box of radiation <laughs> um, for long periods of time, I just felt my energy being drained. And one of the Chobani yogurts has strawberries in there and the thyroid gland is one of the most abused glands that a lot of people are not aware of in today's world. And strawberries are high in iodine. So I justified it by buying the Chobani yogurt because it didn't have the RSBT milk uh, that's full of uh, growth hormones and stuff like that. And the fruit was fresh. And they had a lot of other things that they mentioned on the package that actually are good. So if you can actually do dairy... I would recommend that, you know, if you're out and about, you know, if you're taking a road trip and you can digest dairy and it doesn't affect your skin or your digestion, 
then do it. And a part of why I bought it was because it was high in probiotics, even knowing that it had milk in there. <clears throat> so, you know, the one thing that I will just say to complete this is that uh, I wish I had been more intentional in terms of setting myself up powerfully for that trip by having more of my meals already prepared before I left the house because I did not do that. And that's a whole nother story because I didn't even know if I wanted to take the trip because I knew we would be sitting in that truck for long periods of time going from one point to another. But I needed to get away from my routine. I just lost my job and I needed just something fresh and to see a part of the world that I'd never seen before. And then not only that, I'm actually looking to go back to school to get my certification as a nutritionist at the uh, Southwest Institute of Healing Arts in uh, Tempe, Arizona. So that was really my uh, intention in getting in the truck with my brother and going across country with him was to see the school. And uh, even though I didn't have a chance to see the school, I had a chance to talk to the folks in admission. So that was a good thing. So that was uh, that made the trip worth it. And having a chance to bond with my brother definitely made it worth it. And uh, we had a lot of good conversations. So uh, but that said, you know, in this particular day and time, people are concerned about coronavirus and all this other kind of stuff. As best you can, folks, you're going to hear me say this many times. And in the upcoming book that I have coming out, uh, the book on healthy living, 10 fundamental ways to create a fulfilling and balanced life. You will hear me talk about that in the book as well. Cultivate relationships with your local farmers. Set aside a day for your meal prep so you can make your own meals. Uh, there's a lot of value in that. And that includes making some snacks, not just a main meal, but make you some snacks so that you don't end up spending goo gobs of money on a bag of almonds or a bag of dates or whatever, like I've done at times. And those things are not cheap. You're talking about eight, nine, ten dollars a pop just for a bag of almonds or a bag of Brazil nuts or whatever. So as much as you make your main course on that day for your meal prep, do everything you can to make some snacks you know, that you can have from time to time as well. So you're not spending that money that will add up really quick on snacks. So uh, it was a great trip. And, uh, you know, even when I went to the one last thing I would add is that I went to Denny's. My brother and I went to Denny's to have dinner one night when we had, when he had finished driving for the day. And I'm having some uh, harvest nut and green pancakes. Excuse me. So I felt pretty good about that. I was like, you know. Compared to the regular uh, buttermilk pancakes, which is probably got bleach white flour and refined white sugar and all this other kind of stuff in there. I've had a little more peace of mind at, at eating the harvest nut and grain pancakes. And then check it out. I put in what I thought was butter on my pancakes and then come to find out after the fact, as I'm talking to the server, he said, no, that's margarine. Margarine is one of the worst things you could ever put in your body and you should throw that crap away if you got it in your house. Margarine is essentially plastic, folks. You know, stop it. <laughs> I mean, seriously. And my grandmother had multiple sclerosis and died from complications of MS. And she used to use margarine all the time on her toast. And I'm I'm convinced that that's what contributed to her, her having MS because my grandmother was not a big woman she was in you know she had a uh you know she was fairly tall for a woman and had a good shape in terms of her height to weight ratio wasn't overweight or anything like that 
And um, for her body to just break down systematically like it did as years as the years started to progress, I really was at a loss to make sense out of that. And I'm almost certain is because all that margarine she had been using all of those years when she would make her to her toast first thing in the morning and put that on her bread. So stop using margarine. And, you know, that was another thing that took me out. I'm like, wow, you know, I thought I was getting the healthiest thing on the menu. You know, and then I would have hash browns with it or whatever. I didn't even use the syrup because that's nothing but corn syrup and high fructose corn syrup, among other things. I mean, it's, you know, so I literally brought my own honey, raw honey. And in this particular case, I didn't take it with me when we left the truck. So I just ate the pancakes dry, pretty much. <laughs> I put a little bit of their version of honey on there, which I'm sure is pasteurized. And that's ridiculous. Because they opened up a tomb years ago in Egypt and the honey was like 5,000 years old and it was still edible. There's there's you don't need to pasteurize honey. So all I can say to you folks is take care of your health. Be mindful of the times that we're living in. And if you can start growing some of your own food, do that. <clears throat> and if you can get in the kitchen with your spouse and prepare some of that food yourself or with your children and make it a family event, that's even better. So take care of yourself, take care of your health, be well, and when you travel, travel light, and if you're traveling in a vehicle, do everything you can to keep yourself uh, in a space of having the healthy and nutritious meals on hand because you prepared them before you get in the car to make those long journeys. So thanks so much, I appreciate your listening, and I'll uh, talk to you guys on the next podcast. Thanks.